Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at Supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Talkback time with Smithy. Brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Call now for a chance to win today's $50 Chemist Warehouse voucher. 0800 150 811. Yes, indeed. Uh, your opportunity to call us uh, 0800 is uh, that number. And we've got uh, Neville from uh, Dunedin on the phone this morning. Nev, good morning to you. Uh, we're just couple of days since uh, Cameron Smith of course uh, winning that uh, Open Championship and now we're hearing all sorts of headlines that he is a genuine target for Greg Norman and his cohorts He sure is <laughs> well, I just wanted to drill down on um, why he won um, and the key moments which um, his his brain was working so well. On 17, the road hole, um, he ended up just below the bunker. Um, and a lot of players before him had played what you would normally play a, a try, play a high little lob shot. And uh, he got his butter out. And I think a lot of people would have thought, oh, what's he doing? And of course, he he... he he knew he wasn't going to be right near the hole, um, but he thought, no, I'm putting well and I'm going to take bogey out of play. And, and that's what he did. He putted up beside the bunker and the ball did come around a little bit. And I forget how long it was. It would have been about 10, 12 feet. Um, mm. And your odds of getting that are probably, in this case, two out of 10. But he drilled it and he I mean, players before him had actually played the chip and it had gone too far, rolled off onto the road and they ended up with bogey and double bogey. So that that was a real key moment. And then, of course, on the 18th, um, he had had a really good shot to get up as close as he did. So there was every possibility that um, Cameron Young, who seems to have hardly been mentioned, um, Mm. he could have won it. Just like that. Um, and Young actually uh, saved nine shots on the last round. Cameron saved eight. But the problem for Cameron was he had a double bogey every round. So um, they, they, as a pair, they were just brilliant. Um, 15 under for two players in one round is, is pretty impressive. Um, 
Well, but we had uh, we had Neville. We had David Belsky, who's a uh, Belisky, who's a, uh, a golf pundit, uh, a golf strategist, and uh, he studies it inside out. He said to us about uh, three days out from the tournament, the winning score will be twenty under. The winning score will be twenty under. The winning score was twenty under. David Belisky is an absolute genius um, in that respect. So uh, yeah, and twenty unders. 20 under is quite, quite a, a decent mark in that kind of tournament, bearing in mind that the wins usually play a factor, Neville. That's right. And, and fortunately, I guess in a way, the win didn't have a lot of, a, a lot of effect. But, but unfortunately, well, fortunately, I don't know how people look at it. Um, St Andrews has become very gettable when it's not windy. And, and they were a bit worried about that, I think. But in the end, does it really matter as long as it's the same for everyone? But just looking at yep. Smith going to live, um, Greg Norman has had a huge influence on the on the lives of Cameron, uh, Mark Leishman, Adam Scott, the whole three of them, because he took a huge interest in them as youngsters. And, you know, after they play an event, Greg would be on the phone talking to them. And there is a thought that, you could see all three Aussies go to live or none. Um, and that would be huge if Cameron Smith went. But the, there's a lot of things happening there. Um, and the way the, um, oh, I don't know, the PGA Tour and, and DP have approached things does leave you wondering a little bit. For them to make yeah. the announcement about, you know, banning them from the majors right during the event, it, it just doesn't help the feelings of people generally, I don't think. Um, and some of the live players have now actually spoken finally. There's quite a few of them, Patrick Reed, um, Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, you can run through them all, Sergio, what? They just say, why don't they sit around and talk? Why doesn't Jay Monahan just for once listen and, and just sit down and talk and, and see if we can sort well, this I, thing out. I think it'll come to that, Neville. Thank you very much for your call this morning, but yeah, massive carrot, massive carrot, something like 90 million US. Uh, apparently they've offered uh, Cameron Smith on the back of that one. Dean uh, from Dunedin, who deals in those numbers anyway. Dean, uh, good morning to you, mate. Yeah, I don't know why we even bothered worrying about it, mate. To be fair, the players will go where the money is. They always have since Adam was a cowboy. You can't blame them. It's their living. They've got a family. They don't want to work any longer than they have to. So if I was offered that kind of money, I'd give up hitting nails on as well. But I'm no good at nothing. Never mind. It is what it is. But when I finished work yesterday, Smithy, I got home. The old law courts and the women's rugby was on the TV, the NPC. And so I thought, oh, I've never really watched much of that. So I have a wee bit of a look. There was no one at it. We've got a World Cup coming up here in a couple of months. Now, the champion of the world shop in Dunedin closed because we didn't get the, well, it didn't, not cause of it, but it didn't help. They make 160 grand when the South African game was going to be in Dunedin out of sales of merchandise, and nothing happened. So that shop had to fold. So I managed to get four jerseys, New Zealand Ferns jerseys, for 45 bucks each. But I can't for the life of me figure out why this tournament is being played Auckland North. Like, Canterbury were pretty damn good for a while at women's rugby. Manawatu was sneaking up there, and Waikato have had a bit of a crack at it. But 
how come those the powers that be decided we'll have a World Cup in New Zealand and they're trying to grow a game and a lot of us down here have had a guts full of what Auckland are doing and have ever since I started playing the game. In the 80s, we loved them because those are un- unreal, but they've never looked like that since. But what, I don't get that. And what are the ticket sales like for that tournament? Like a lot of overseas people will be coming, I guess, so that'll fill a lot of the games. But there was no one at that women's MPC that I watched in the weekend that was on Sky Sport yesterday about 4 o'clock when I got to the pub. There was no one there. Mm. Right, okay. Um, we did put it uh, to them that uh, they perhaps uh, might have made a mistake into having those uh, two venues in Whangarei and uh, Auckland, and there's two venues within Auckland just by the by, one at, at uh, Waitakere, one at Eden Park. Um, and at that point, they were pretty adamant they'd made the right call, but they did uh, also bear in mind the fact that uh, a lot of New Zealand was missing out on the whole thing, and they were hoping that New Zealanders would travel. So um, I'm not quite sure that that is uh, going to happen. Um, you know, this is also at a time when uh, Dino, the the, the, uh, the Black Ferns were going through a bit of a trough, and there was all sorts of things happening behind the scenes. Since then, of course, they've got Wayne Smith on board. They've uh, struck a, a winning note. We don't quite know how good they are until they come up against England and France, and how much ground they've made up. But you're right. I mean, that's going to be their biggest thing, I think, is is, is filling the stadiums and. They had, you know, when you have an event like that, you've got to take it to the people. And, and we've just spoken to Jane Patterson, uh, who's the CEO of uh, FIFA uh, World Cup in New Zealand, and Dino and, and Forsyth Bars Stadium. It's, a, it's an absolute serious venue uh, down there, and I think it'll go well. Well, it wouldn't, but we're not going to get any game. This is what I'm saying. Like, if, if that stadium was built in Christchurch, there'd be games there. Like, I think it's tokenism by the NZR view that we even get games in the South Island. I'll never admit that. But I honestly think it is. And this, that decision kind of proves it. Like, there's some quite good things to look at down here too for the touring people that are coming to New Zealand. Like, it's not just Auckland that needs a bit of dough. You know, the law courts, for an example, I know this for a fact, it's not a real busy bar, you know. It's a great wee pub, but it's not a real busy bar. But the All Blacks Ireland second test they would have made a year's bar takings in one night. I could yeah. you not. So if that woman's yeah. rugby, everywhere needs it, not just Auckland. Like when Auckland, when they open up the borders and that and Auckland got COVID, they all bugger off. They don't even stay at home and support all the businesses that have been closed. They all fly to Wanaka or wherever they want to go. So yeah. Aucklanders don't want to stay there either. There's just good money made there. That, that, that's such a huge dropping of the ball, if you ask me. Like we're supposed to be growing rugby, not keeping everything in Auckland or north of Auckland or whatever they seem to want to do. I think you've made a very good point there, Dean. Um, and uh, I, I think the key thing you said there is they need it. Those venues, those other venues need it. And they do. They need it. Um, they need the hospitality. They, they, they need the accommodation. They need to be rewarded after going through COVID with all those uh, particular restrictions and having absolutely nil income, they need to have an opportunity to get some of that back. And in the Rugby Women's World Cup as such, by not taking it around the country and spreading it to arms a wee bit, they're denying a lot of people that. It's an excellent point, Dean. Thanks for that this morning. Zaid, uh, Zaid from Auckland, uh, can I uh, ask what's on your mind today, Zaid? Uh, good morning, Smitty. Um, which is on my mind. I'm not sure if you've got anything from the press conference yesterday, but it's um, 
fight for life. I'm going tomorrow night. I'm a big fan of Kevin Milami. So that's what's drawn me in. But then I've also seen a bit of Andre Mikhailovich, is what, which has got me a bit excited. I know he's on a celebrity. And then you've also got um, another funny fight. Well, a funny fight for me would be uh, Jay Reeve versus Tammy Davis. Obviously, Jay Reeve from The Rock, Tammy Davis from George FM. Um, that honey um, hit him in a smile fight will be quite good against uh, Tegan, who works on my FM. So, yeah, there's a few funny fights. We've also got Carlos Spencer, which I think I heard last time in Fight for Life. He got pretty hammered by Monty Beefham. Um, you've also got Liam Messam, who's already had a few fights. So, I'm quite, yeah, quite, look ex- quite excited for the fights tomorrow night. Um, and I just want to go something about rugby. Um, have you heard about uh, is it Eddie Jones once Australia wanted for director of rugby? And then I've also heard um, Kivi Mialami wants to go for the councillor of Auckland. So, yeah. Okay, a couple of nice rumours there, Zaid. A couple of really nice rumours for us to latch on to at some point. Uh, enjoy Fight for Life. Want to report about it on uh, Friday if you can uh, possibly call in to us. Uh, Zaid, we'd love to hear how uh, you felt it went to, tomorrow night. Uh, have we got time for Joey? Uh, Joey from Auckland. Um, Joey, real quickly, uh, can uh, can I ask what's on your mind, mate? Hey, Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm not sure he's uh, still there, actually. So we'll wait for... If Joey can call back tomorrow, that would be absolutely great. We're running short of time anyway, so... Oh, I think Joey's still there. Sorry. Okay. Have a crack, mate. Yeah, sorry, mate. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying, what a fantastic job you guys are doing. Uh, you know, I just like to comment on that um, just before. I just want to have a quick talk about the cricket. But, you know, it's, uh, when we lost uh, Radio Sport, you guys are just doing a fantastic job, right from the presenters to the producers, mate. It's been fantastic, you know. I mean, to listen to you guys and, 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 um, and get all all the sports stuff and everything. It's just been absolutely brilliant. I mean, this is what New Zealand's all about, rugby racing and beer and, and, and league and whatever. You know, it, it, honestly, it's fantastic, Smithy. But just on the cricket, do you think that, that the, the minnows... Are, oh, saying, I'm not saying Ireland's probably a minnow now, but do you think they're getting, they're getting better or are we just getting stagnant, you know, the black caps? I think what's happening is, um, you know, what happens is, is there's so much cricket going on around the world that uh, players tend to get rested. From time to time, Joey, I think this is a factor. Uh, and so, therefore, that is by far uh, a long way away from our strongest T20 side in Ireland, our strongest one-day international side in Ireland. Uh, four or five of our key players are home. Uh, you know, it's as simple as that. Uh, so, you know, Conway, Williamson, Salvi, Bolt, uh, these uh, absolutely massive factors in whatever we do in cricket are not there. Uh, so clearly that's going to, uh, in terms of uh, us, dilute our quality of our side. And it, it, by having them not there, it mentally lifts the opposition. So they're going to push us, they're going to go at us, they're going to think they can cause the upset on any given day. That is what's happening in, in cricket at the moment, Joey. That's the spread of the game. Uh, I think, yes, they are getting better, but not to the extent of some of these results. That's the way I look at it. Thanks for your call, mate. Uh, and thanks for your uh, tribute to the station. No good without you people. Um, whatever we do is nothing without you. 9.47 here on SNZ. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.